Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. And welcome back to Laying the Points, a word of his podcast. I'm Anthony Amico. You can find me on Twitter at Amixta. And my co-host is Action Network writer Matt LaMarca. You can follow at Matt LaMarca. Matt, how's it going? Yeah, going great. Can't complain today. You know, got a full day of college basketball on TV. Uh, just got to watch John Morant absolutely slice up Marquette, which was really fun. You know, he's uh, somebody that... The Knicks should obviously have their eye on at the top of the draft. So it's always nice to see those guys play well in the tournament. Um, but other than that, we've had some baseball the last couple of days. And, you know, the traditional regular season opening day is right around the corner. So a uh, good time of year to be a sports fan. I feel like I say that a lot. <laughs> you know, like there are a lot of good times uh, to be a sports fan. But I think that uh, this is one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we talked about that last week and it's only been a week. So, uh, very reasonable. We had the really touching moment this morning. I know morning hours aren't usually your thing, but we had the uh, Kikuchi and uh, Ichiro had the really cool moment this morning. Yes, very cool. So, very uh, cool. nice little passing of the passing of the baton there. And he looked pretty good, actually. So, I'm pretty excited. I, I, you know, I don't know how many innings he's going to go as the season goes on, but looked like he had the good stuff going in Tokyo today. So, right. Well, that was the reason that he picked Seattle ultimately was that they were more lax on him pitching every six days instead of every five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, I agree a hundred percent, like may not see a ton of innings, but the stuff looked good. So I'm always cool with guys coming over from other countries, uh, and dominating. Like that's awesome to me. There's no reason why, you know, baseball or any sport should just be like an American thing. So I'm all for the globalizing of every game. Yeah, for sure. And I love all the stories. Like, like the Nurkic story is like so obscure. Yeah, it's like, great. Dude just was like, just found him, found his dad, found him. Was like, just like, I'm going to be your agent and everything hinges on you. You know, <laughs> pretty cool. Um, so we are going to talk a ton of baseball today. Uh, we're going to interrupt the madness to, uh, you know, kind of just cram all of our baseball stuff into one podcast. We're going to talk about five of our favorite futures bets. So these can be, you know, team over unders, division odds, world series odds, player props, you know, et cetera. If you can bet it, uh, and it's related to baseball, it's fair game. So this is going to be me and Matt's uh, top five each. And before I get into that, I just want to remind you, but you can get a 30% discount to Rotovis Pass through the podcast homepage, rotovis.com slash podcast. So let's talk some baseball. I mean, this is uh, our favorite sport to bet, I think. I mean, I, we did pretty well, I thought, in the baseball last year, just in terms of like the game-to-game betting. I definitely love it from a live betting perspective. So really excited for baseball. Uh, and Matt, I'm going to let you start with your first pick uh, for the Futures. All right. My first pick, I'm going with a long shot here. 
Uh, I'm going 40 to 1 to win the NL or uh, to win the Cy Young. Zach Wheeler. Uh, the Mets were awful last year, so I don't blame you if you missed what Wheeler did, but he was dominant over the second half of the regular season, pitched to a 1.68 ERA, which is uh, obviously very, very good, better than what DeGrom posted over the same time frame. And DeGrom obviously coming off, you know, one of the best pitching seasons we've ever seen. Uh, struck out nearly a batter an inning, which you probably would like that to be a little bit higher for a Cy Young winner, but that at least still keeps him in the realm of competitiveness. You know, like uh, he's far from a Dallas Keuchel type of guy who is going to have to rely on all ground balls and stuff. Um, and it's not like Wheeler really came out of nowhere. He has struggled in the majors in his brief career, but this is a guy who is a highly touted prospect. He's expected to be a frontline starter in the majors. So I don't think it's surprising that he's starting to put things together. Uh, I also think the Mets are just going to be much better in general as a team this season. Uh, no team in baseball gained more war in the offseason than the Mets. Uh, between the, the guys that they brought in, like Edwin Diaz and Robinson Cano, and then some additions by subtraction, like losing Jose Reyes and his... 195 batting average or whatever uh they should just be better all around the bullpen in particular i think is going to be uh drastically improved edwin diaz was amazing last year you know he maybe didn't get the same notoriety as a guy like josh Hader did in milwaukee uh, but he was just as good if not better and doing it in a tougher uh league the american league with the dh so uh, i i like that trade uh, and then getting back Jerry's Familia, who's going to serve as a setup guy. He never makes things easy, but he is typically pretty effective in terms of getting guys out. So uh, all that leads me to think that they should be able to protect some more wins from their starting pitchers uh, and hopefully get them some more win opportunities with their offense. So uh, I like the Mets in general. I'm a little bit bullish on them, but I like Wheeler in particular to win the Cy Young bet. At plus four thousand, I mean Degrom is like three and a half to one, and Cindergard is uh, something like fifteen to one. So getting Wheeler at forty to one is is by far the best value of that trio, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, huge differential, like you said, between him and the other Mets pitchers. Uh, Wheeler was Wheeler was like stone chalk for like a month straight in DFS because he was just so so hot. Um, but yeah, it's like one of those things where you don't want to make him. 11k because he's zach wheeler but right at the same time he deserved to be that like for <laughs> like you said for like a month and just wasn't yeah so I'm, I'm definitely in on that and i'm going to uh i'm gonna match you here on a uh new york based cy young bet and i'm gonna go james paxton i'm gonna go al cy young uh he's 22 to 1 this is courtesy of dk sportsbook you can see that in the window that's what we have pulled up on the stream uh but Paxton 22 to 1, I think, represents a good bit of value. I mean, first of all, you know that he's going to, like, it seems like he's going to function for the Yankees' ace for at least, like, the first month of the year. Uh, so he's going to have to kind of carry the load, I think, from the starting pitching perspective. Uh, but I don't think anyone's doubting Paxton's stuff, right? Like, you, we know that he's one of the best pitchers in the league. He's very young. He has uh, excellent strikeout upside. Last year, struck out 32% of opposing batters, 28% the year before that. So uh, he's going to put up the K numbers that you probably want in 
uh, a candidate for this award. The Yankees obviously will win a lot of games. They'll provide a lot of run support. Uh, but they also have one of the best bullpens in baseball. So Paxton should be able to get like a, a bunch more wins uh, just overall because of the quality of the team, but also should be able to get you know a bunch of those wins even where he doesn't have like a, a quality start. He doesn't go six innings or maybe he doesn't pitch his best. Uh, you know, still going to be in position to scoop a couple extra wins. Uh, we know that that's definitely a stat that people, uh, you know, the voters at least will look at. Uh, the biggest thing for Paxton is just the health. Has to yep. pitch games, uh, 2016, 20 starts, 2017, 24 starts, 2018, 28 starts. So, I mean, I, I guess if he follow, if he continues to follow the pattern, right? That's just pattern match. <laughs> He's due for 32 starts. Um, no, but, uh, you know, if he can get to like that 31-ish number, plus or minus a couple, uh, you know, that's going to put him right in position to maybe win 20 games. Uh, and if he has the, the good ERA, obviously to go with it, and of course he pitches for the Yankees, uh, that's going to give him a really good chance, I think, to win the award. So, I mean, 22-1, to 1, if you just look at some of the other guys in the American League, like, uh, there's three Indian guys with better odds than him. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. I'm kind of fading the Indians this year. Uh, obviously, Sale is, is a tough out, but, you know, Severino's still 10-1. to 1. He's going to miss, like, a whole month. So, I, uh, I like the packs of that here, I think. Yeah, I can get on board with it. Like you said, the big thing is is just health. You know, like 160 innings last year, which was a career high. Um, he's got to get, you know, over 200, you would think, to, to realistically have a shot at it. But if he does that, everything else that you look for is there. I mean, the ERA last year was 367, which is high, you know, for a, a Cy Young candidate. But the XFIP was 302. And the strikeout stuff suggests that, you know, with some better luck, he should be able to get that ERA, you know, into the high twos region, maybe low threes type of thing. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely bullish on Paxton. I, I love his stuff. Uh, I just, you know, I'm really hoping that he stays healthy for the Yankees. Very reasonable. All right, Maddie, what do you got for us? All right, bet number two. Uh, I'm sticking in the NL East. And I'm going with the Washington Nationals to win the division. Uh, you can get this at plus 275 on DraftKings Sportsbook, which I think is pretty tasty. Uh, if you look, the Phillies right now are favored to win the NL East in the betting market. That makes some sense. You know, they signed Bryce Harper. They, they took him from the Nationals. So, you know, not only did they improve their team, but they also hurt a direct competitor. Uh, that said, I think that the Nats are being undervalued right now. Uh, 275 odds gives them an implied pop probability of 26.7% uh, roughly, but Fangraphs has their odds of winning the division at greater than 55%. So that's a huge discrepancy in value. Um, now, obviously, Fangraphs doesn't know everything, <laughs> so it's not like I'm saying you should just blindly bet this, but... There's a lot to like about the Nationals. Uh, they're going to replace Harper with Victor Robles in the outfield. Uh, Robles, a really good prospect in his own right. Uh, he'll join Juan Soto, you know, who dominated baseball last year at just 19 years old. They added Patrick Corbin to their rotation that already included Scherzer and Steven Strasburg, which gives him gives them one of the better trios in baseball. Uh, and if you just look at their lineup top to bottom, I think it's very talented. You know, they're kind of buying low on Brandon Dozier, which I thought was a nice addition for them. 
Trey Turner hopefully can give them more than what he did last season. Anthony Rendon's still a really good hitter. So uh, in my eyes, the Nats are still the favorites to win the NL East. And you can get them at plus 275, which I think is really nice value. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a great call. Um, the, the division bets, I think, are always so interesting because, you know, some of these divisions have, like, a clear favorite. Uh, that's not really the case here, I guess. Um, but, like, those, the second team, I feel like, always is, like, a pretty good value. Like, 3-1 to one is, is not bad for a, a very yeah. good baseball team. The NL East is maybe the most interesting division in baseball this year. Um, cause obviously you can scratch off the Florida Marlins. They're probably the worst team in the league, but I think you could make a pretty reasonable case for any of the other four teams to win the division. Um, I just happen to like the Nats odds the best right now. And Phillies would probably be my, my least favorite pick. So, um, you know, maybe Philly. Uh, does win the division more, you know, a, a decent bit of the time, but I just think that they're being overvalued based off of, you know, their, their, their free agency moves. Um, and I still have major questions about, you know, the pitching staff and, and things like that. All right. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go with the division winner as well. I'm trying to, I'm trying to match you here. Tit for tat. We'll see. Uh, okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, but I like the twins plus 300 to win the AL Central. Um, kind of fading the Indians this year, like I said before. You obviously know that I love the Twins. I mean, we are we are a pro Twins show. Um, <laughs> twins burnt me last year. I may be cooling on them. Oh no, I'm going right back. They're uh, they're <laughs> uh, every night stack for me. I'm just doing it. Um, but I just think that the Indians got a lot worse. Uh, they lost uh, Brantley, Michael Brantley, to the Astros. Uh, Jason Kipnis is coming off of his second straight disappointing season. He's going to be 32 to start April. Uh, big downgrades offensively at catcher and in the outfield. Uh, it sounds like Francisco Lindor could be ready for opening day, but it, it's not really good when your star player is like already dealing with an injury. Uh, I feel like those, you know, calf, you know, stuff like that. Those are the kinds of things that can very easily linger. Uh, they probably have the best rotation in baseball. I mean, that's, that's definitely their calling card, but the bullpen to me is not great. They lost Andrew Miller. Um, meanwhile, Minnesota, I, I, Big upgrades, I thought, on offense that the corpse of Joe Mauer gone. Uh, <laughs> professional hitter Joe Mauer, no disrespect, but uh, CJ Crone now a little more pop uh, with that position now in the lineup. Uh, you know, Dozier I thought was really declining for them. They they got rid of him. They brought in uh, John Scope, a little bit of a cheaper option. Still has a bunch of pop. Uh, Byron Buxton, who is like an every year breakout candidate, <laughs> is now their center fielder. So you know, if he puts it together this year. Uh, he'll do it for the Twins. Uh, and they added Nelson Cruz, who might be one of my favorite overall hitters in baseball. Yeah, so yeah. underrated every year. Love Nelly Cruz. And he's not going you know, to be in the, the big park anymore. So uh, really like that for him. The pitching is obviously what it comes down to. I mean, I think Berrios is ready to become like a true ace. He's got excellent stuff. Uh, Kyle Gibson, very, very consistent. But, you know, three through five, they really need to get Good outings from a lot of these guys. When they need to get something out of Michael Pineda, uh, who basically hasn't pitched in two years. Um, you know, the the one major injury, then the one freak injury. Like, I feel like Pineda, before having all these injuries, was like a perennial bad luck guy. So it is possible that, like, he comes back and, and you know, has some good stuff. Uh, Jack Odorizzi, uh, Jake Odorizzi is kind of like whatever. He just needs to, like, not suck. Um <laughs> But I, I have a good feeling about perennial DFS stack ruiner Martin Perez. Um, oh, 
Changes mechanics supposedly with the twins. He's been throwing 95 plus in spring training. Uh, only threw around 93 miles per hour last year. So uh, velo increase always a good sign for your pitchers. Uh, Perez was like a former like top 20 pitching prospect. Like yeah, he was supposed to actually be very good. So maybe this is maybe he puts it together. You know, uh, and if that happens, the Twins are going to be in a good spot. Now, if you're not. If you're if you like the twins, if, if you're if you're pro twins with me, but you're not as anti Indians as I am, I am not. Uh, you could just bet the twins to make the playoffs plus one seventy five. That's also, I think, a, a very good bet. I think that's much more reasonable. Although you know, you're really just fighting for one wild card spot because, right? Yeah, you know, I think it would it would be pretty surprising if the Red Sox and Yankees both weren't in the playoffs. So. Um, I do think that the, the value might lie in winning the division. Uh, I'm just much more bullish on Cleveland than you in terms of their pitching staff, at least. They could have five, you know, potential all-star caliber starters yeah. this year. If Bieber breaks out, they're going to be really tough to beat. Right. I mean, you look at their lineup and it's like, my God, that is a putrid lineup. But it doesn't matter if you are allowing the fewest runs per game in baseball. And I think that the, the Indians have a chance to do that. Um, I would probably say that, that I think the Indians are a little bit undervalued right now, but if there is a team that's going to beat them, it's the twins. I, I do feel comfortable saying that. Um, I also am curious, like changed his mechanics for Martin Perez. That just smells like an 80 game PED suspension. <laughs> Hey, if he gets a few starts in first. <laughs> Changed his mechanics is a good code name for has been taking steroids in the old <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, this is not related to this bet, I guess, but like I might throw Martin Perez in there as an SP2 a couple of times on DK and just try to get it, try to get a couple good starts before people are on him, you know? Yeah, Actually. why not? I mean, th- Listen, you you can't. There's no such thing as a bad GTP play, right? Like I shouldn't say that. Of course there is, <laughs> but you know if you think that there's some upside with him, you know, like that's always been his big thing is he gets a ton of ground balls, but he strikes out like five dudes in, per nine innings. Right. So he's got a little more gas. So if you think that the gas gets him up, you know, to like eight or nine, then sure, why not roll the dice? All right, I, we're off to a great start. Uh, you know, I think I think we're we're in, we're in a good flow right now. What's your third bet here, Matt? Yeah, third bet, I'm going with Oakland Athletics under 82 and a half wins. Um, the the over-under on this team, drastically lower than the number of games that they actually did win last year. Like, they were 95 or so last season, maybe even more than that. Uh, but just super, super lucky in terms of their starting pitching in particular. I mean, Mike Fires is their quote-unquote ace. He pitched to a 3.74 ERA, uh, but a 4.93 fit. You know, Edwin Jackson, they pulled him off the scrap heap. He pitched to a 3.33 ERA, 4.65 fit. Uh, he's gone, but the fact remains that he gave them, you know, he vastly outperformed what he should have for them last season. You know, Sean Manaya, he's going to be hurt to start the season, but again, 3.59 ERA, 4.26 fit. Like the, the, production that they got from their starters was just far and away what it should have been. Um, even outside of those guys, Trevor Cahill was probably their best pitcher last season Oot. in terms of the advanced metrics. He was like the only guy who actually underperformed his FIP and he's gone. 
they're going to be relying on a lot of guys who are hurt right now and just trying to sort of get to that point. They're probably going to be uh, one of the teams that bullpens more than uh, any other team in baseball. I mean, we saw them them use that strategy against the Yankees in the wild card game. Um, you know, bullpenning is great if you have a good bullpen, but it does open up a lot of doors for things to go wrong. You know, like if you're really going to rely on six, seven pitchers a night, if one of them is bad, that's a potential to lose the game. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that there are a lot of outs here for Oakland to vastly, you know, regress. The fact that they started 0-2 losing both games in Japan, uh, that helps. It's lit. So I'm taking the under on 82.5 wins with Oakland. Sorry, Billy Bean. Sorry, Moneyball fanatics out there, but uh, Oakland will regress this year. Yeah, I mean, tough year for the A's. They're going to have to find the next edge, right? Everyone's catching on. Uh, someone was like running, running this down the other day, which is like, you know, the they were all about the high OBP, low batting average guys, and every caught, everyone caught on to that. And they yep. were into, you know, some pitching thing. Everyone caught on, you know, like, they just got to find the next thing. You know, this is a, this is a find the next thing year for them. Uh, I'm going to stick in the uh, win total market and I'm going to go with potentially an unpopular opinion just because. Not, not from me. Yeah. This just was very close to being one of my picks as well. Yeah. Just because I, I feel like, you know, people want to root for them. But the Cubbies, uh, under 87 and a half wins, minus 115 on DK. So, I mean, it has been bet down. I think it was like 88 or 89. Yep. Originally. Um, I. The Cubs last year, I just thought, got pretty lucky, uh, even if you include the fact that Chris Bryant like disappeared for half the season. Um, but if you just look at how they how they look this year, I mean, Addison, Ruff, Addison Russell still suspended for 29 games to open the year. He owes that from uh, last season. Uh, John Lester and Cole Hamels both outperformed their fit last year by over a run. Uh, kind of the whole staff did. I mean, it, it wasn't just those two guys, but they were, I thought, the biggest culprits, especially since they're both uh, primary starters for them. Uh, and now both of those guys are entering their age 35 seasons. Uh, you Darvish is already dealing with blisters. He's 32. Um, so there's just a lot of reasons, I think, for the pitching to regress greatly this year. Uh, and, you know, pitching in Wrigley alone, I, I don't think is, is very easy. Um, and then the lineup, I just don't think is that good. I mean, they have good guys up top. Uh, they need Rizzo to bounce back. They need uh, Bryant to bounce back. And I think Bryant probably will. I mean, he clearly got luck, unlucky from like a home run per fly ball perspective, stuff like that. Uh, I just don't think it's enough. Like the bottom half of the lineup is terrible. I mean, I think Hayward and Almora both stink. Uh, Hayward, WRC plus under 100 every year at the Cubs. Almora doesn't hit the ball in the air, which is... <laughs> like, if you're going to do anything, like, if you're going to play in Wrigley, just at least hit the ball in the freaking air. It might just blow out. But a career fly ball rate under 30%, hashtag not good. Yeah, I mean, he's probably a guy that you want to keep the ball on the ground because he does beat out some hits with his legs. But, sure, yeah, at the same time, like, he's not giving you very much of anything right. with the stick this year. There's got to be a middle ground, right? Like, yeah. you want a guy that's going to do... You know, give you a little bit of upside. So I just think that the lineup overall, not great. And uh, I just think the pitching, uh, the pitching especially, I think is just going to really regress this year. Yeah. And one other thing with the Cubs, well, two other things. One is that the rest of the division is pretty markedly improved. Definitely. You know, like the the Cardinals in particular made some nice strides. They brought in Paul Goldschmidt, which should really help them offensively. Uh, And the other thing is that 
the Cubbies have cashed in their chips, right? Like this is their team. They now have the second worst farm system in baseball, according to Keith Law, who knows these kind of things. Uh, And if you look at some of the moves that they've made, they are pretty questionable. Um, They traded the number three overall prospect and the number 21 overall prospect in baseball right now to the White Sox for Jose Quintana, who's a good pitcher. But, you know, when you give up that kind of haul, you want a guy who's like a Cy Young candidate. And Quintana had a down year. I do think he's a good candidate for some regression this year, but still overpaid for him. They traded Glaber Torres to the Yankees for half a season of Araldis Chapman, which did win them a title, but I still think it was a pretty egregious trade. Uh, they moved Jorge Soler to Kansas City for Wade Davis, and then they traded nightly DFS target Heimer Candelario to Detroit oh, no. for Alex Avila and Justin Wilson. So, you know, that's a lot of big-time prospects to trade to not bolster your team a ton. You know, they're still counting on their core guys. And I do agree that Chris Bryant is a strong bounce-back candidate. Uh, and I actually think that him at plus 1,200 to win the NL MVP is pretty tasty, to be honest. But the Cubs just are not as good of a team as we thought they were going to be at this point in their rebuilding process. You know, they won their title, but this thought that they're going to contend for, you know, a decade with this loaded farm system is just not true. Like, this is pretty much as good as of the roster as they're going to have. Like, they don't have much help coming. They can't really make a ton of trades. So uh, they need the guys who are on their roster right now to produce and to produce at a high level. And I just don't see it. Yeah. I, I, all great points. Um, yeah. The, the, the NL Central getting a lot better actually is, is a great point. Because I last year, that was like a division that was just total stink. And uh, even the Reds, I think, are like a lot better. Like I just, yep. uh, all great stuff. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. All right, Matt. Number two. Number two. Uh, listen, dog. I don't, I don't see how this Yankee team wins less than 100 games, okay? <laughs> so... I am going to bet the uh, the Yankees. You, you can bet on the DK Sportsbook on the odds of a team to win at least 100 games, uh, and I'm going to do that with the Yankees. Their their traditional win total right now is 97, so they're expected to win a lot of games. And if you bet for them to win at least 100, you get it at plus 140. So uh, I kind of like the uh, the idea of grabbing a little bit of extra equity and sacrificing the additional three wins here. Or I guess technically two, because if they win 100, you win the bet. So uh, the Yankees are just unfair, in my opinion. They have like Love 15 it. guys in their bullpen who all throw like 100 miles an hour. Like even their guys in the minor leagues that they don't need throw 100 miles an hour. Uh, they have, you know, obviously a very talented young core of position players led by Aaron Judge. But, you know, guys like Glaber Torres and... Uh, Gary Sanchez, who gave them less than nothing last year. Um, they brought in James Paxton, who we already mentioned as one of the best pitchers in baseball. 
they still have Severino, even though he's expected to miss the first, uh, you know, week or so maybe, or month or so with an injury. Uh, and then just the ability of the Yankees to find guys that the rest of baseball kind of just discards. You know, like Luke Voigt last year, they took him off the scrap heat, and he was basically their best hitter over the second half of the season. Uh, maybe Tr- Troy Tula Whiskey is that guy this year. You know, maybe they they get a magical season out of DJ LeMayhew. I don't know. All I know is I don't doubt their ability to take these guys who the rest of baseball kind of seems done with, sprinkle some fairy dust on them, put the pinstripes <laughs> on them, and just, you know, get borderline all-star production. So, you know, with all that considered, this team won 100 games last year. Uh, this year's version is clearly better. They're either the best team or the second best team in baseball, in my opinion. And I like the idea of getting them at plus 140 to win 100 games. I mean, of all the teams that are, you know, among the favorites this year, like, I don't see a scenario that stops the Yankees. Like, if a pitcher gets hurt, they have depth. They have the bullpen. You know, if they're, if they have a big bat go down, they have a hundred others. Like, there's really nothing, in my opinion, that stops them from uh, fulfilling their destiny of, of being a playoff team this year. So uh, I like getting plus 40 with them to win 100 games. I mean, if this isn't your greatest Yankee jinx of all time, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what is. Um, Why would you think that I would be jinxing the Yankees? <laughs> Come on, you hate the Yankees. <laughs> no, this is the this is the new me, man. I'm just uh, I'm all about New York baseball. I just I just want to see good things happen to you know good teams. Oh man. Well, I'll tell you this. I I hope that Patances is okay. But the the bullpen, like you said, is he's like their awesome. fifth best reliever. Yeah, the bullpen's really good. That's my favorite part of the team. Honestly, I love I love stuff like that. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like they now have. They now have good starters to go with the relievers. I mean, I don't know what happened to Severino last year, if it was injury-related or what, but if that guy returns and Paxton stays healthy, they have the best pitching staff in baseball. Yeah, Tanaka, very, very solid. I thought Mm -hmm. Hap was very solid. You know, like, again, just don't kill him. Quality innings eater. Right, just don't kill him. Get to the pen. Uh, And then it's just that five spot's going to be kind of a a lot of motion. But, I mean, when CeCe's back, he's going to be... It wouldn't shock me if that guy... Lozagia, or I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Another guy that just randomly throws 100 miles an hour. Like, it wouldn't shock <laughs> me to see him be good. Yeah. I can't wait for the uh, the Trevor Bauer hit piece on the Yankees. <laughs> the, the Yankees bullpen or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I listen, this is, this is the one good thing in terms of fandom that I have going for me. So I really hope the Yankees ride it out. Uh, any shot that Greg Bird is is relevant this year just just get i want i need a greg bird take my take on greg bird is that he's awful Uh, (laughs) like the fact that he's been good in spring training like i I don't care he's been good in spring training for the past half decade i feel like yeah uh he's gonna be hurt and he's not going to produce as good as luke voigt when he's healthy so for me greg bird should be a non-factor this year yeah john's never been more upset about a yankee doing well in spring training like, because he's his boy is void. That that is like the ultimate Francesa take too. Like he loves Greg Bird. Like he's like, let me tell you something. Out of all of these Yankee position plays, there's none that I feel better about hitting thirty home runs than Greg Bird. 
Great, great. I was like, that was either last year or two years ago. And uh, I think he's had 30 home runs total since then, including spring training. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Lefty, right. with that short porch out there, he was made to play in Yankee Stadium, dog. <laughs> when he can't stay healthy, Mike! <laughs> um, uh, speaking of home runs, Joey Gallo. To lead the league in home runs plus twelve hundred. Now I'm a I'm a complete and utter sucker for Gallo. I, I just think he is understandable in, in this department. The yeah. guy the guy just pisses power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the exit velo the exit velo on his urine has got to be top top three in baseball. <laughs> I mean, I, I, he's so fun and he hits so many home runs. Uh, Derek Cardi, who's the creator of the bat projection system, has him tied for second. Uh, he's got 40 bombs each of the past two seasons. Now, last year, he only played in 148 games and had 577 plate appearances. He played 89 games, hitting sixth or later in the order. Now, I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think he's going to probably hit closer to fourth. Uh, didn't really hit in the top four very often at all last year. So, obviously, if he can hit higher in the order, that means uh, more plate appearances. And, you know, if he plays more games, if instead of playing 145, 148 games, he plays 155 games, maybe even through some some great stroke of luck, 160. Uh, you know, then we'd be talking. I mean, he's going to get there. He's going to get there, like, just off of that. Um, you know, that's without accounting for, like, any potential just, like, Super outlier year in terms of like home run per fly ball or fly ball rate. Like uh, his peripherals, like the last two or three years, have been, you know, what they are. Like he's going to get you, like, he is the stat cast god. Right. Like, like his exit, his average distance, exit velocity, and hard hit rate. Like sometimes you look at them and you just, and it just boggles your mind. Right. He's the only guy I know that he can have a 27% home run per fly ball rate, and you can say that he had a bad year. Part, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, so I, I just feel like he ha- he's been really good without having like the extreme run good. And if that happens, he's going to win this at 12 for one. Yeah, I think you can also take a look and just bet the over on his home run prop if you want to. Uh, yep. I was you looking know, at that too because it is like I think forty and a half. Forty and a half. So, um, I mean, again, like betting overs in baseball is scary on terms of props because like you have to stay healthy, you know, and that's not a guarantee in a sport where you play literally one hundred and sixty-two games. But if he stays healthy, I, I think he goes over for sure, and is definitely in play for the most home runs in baseball, no doubt. So I love to hear, Matt. I also hope they keep hitting him seven so that I can roster him at 3% ownership in DFS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the thing about that though, is that like, it's just so frustrating when I'm trying to stack Texas and it's like, I have like a weird, like one, two, three, seven stack because yeah, baby. they're, they're most, their most exciting DFS hitter hits at the bottom of the board. <laughs> I love me a Shinsu Chu, Nomar Mazzara. Oh, yeah. And uh, Joey Gallo stack. That might have been my most used stack last year, to be honest. Yeah, you're talking against dirty. a right handed pitcher. You're talking real dirty to me right now, Matt. <laughs> I like Mazzara a lot this year, too. I think he's going to hit a bunch, a bunch more home runs. 
I mean, he just crushes right-handed pitching. I'm so I'm ready. I'm ready for this. All right, Matt, your number one bet. Lay it on me. All right, I'm going with the Houston Astros to win the World Series at plus 650. Uh, they are tied with the Yankees and the Red Sox right now uh, with the best odds or, or worst odds, I guess you could say, to win the World Series. But I think plus 650 is just a little bit thin for them. Uh, plus 650 equates to a 13.3% chance of winning the World Series. Fangraphs is giving the Astros World Series odds of 18.6%. So you're getting roughly 5.5% uh, points of value there, and which is odd. You normally don't expect to find a ton of value when you're betting on favorites, but that's the biggest discrepancy between the betting market and the Fangraphs World Series projections this year. Um, we were both really high on Houston last year. Uh, I'm still incredibly high on them. For me, it's them and the Yankees right up there at the top. Sure. The big difference is I'm expecting a much better season out of Carlos Correa, obviously. You know, he's an MVP-level producer when healthy, and he didn't give the Astros very much last year. They brought in Michael Brantley, who should be an upgrade in the outfield. They did lose some veteran guys, you know, some pitchers. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez was like a very important utility guy for them, but Houston still has a really good farm system. They have a few pitchers that are ready to come up and make a contribution. In my opinion, they have some guys that they can move to improve this team at the deadline. Uh, and they know that their window is right now. You know, this is a team that is going for it. Um, you know, the one thing about the Yankees that I'm kind of a little bit concerned about is that they almost want to play for this season and play for the future at the same time. Sure. Yeah. You know, they've been very hesitant to move on from their big name prospects, although they did trade one to bring in Paxton, but you know, they, they didn't want to spend the big money in free agency this off season, which is something that, you know, if George Steinbrenner was still running the team, they would have maybe gotten Machado and Harper. Absolutely. So very Celtics esque of them. Yeah, they're def exactly. That's a great comparison. Uh, I think that, you know, Houston is, is much more all in and, uh, I like that. So I I'm going to take, you know, the plus 650 with them. I think that they have, you know, a very clear path to win their division. You know, they don't really have, uh, anyone that can challenge them. If you like me expect the A's to take a step back. So, uh, I, I, I like Houston quite a bit. You know, once you get to the playoffs, they have a very intimidating, uh, frontline rotation with Verlander and Cole. Um, I just really like the team. I, I think that 650 is just too thin. I would bet them down to about plus, uh, 500 or so. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I was actually really surprised when I saw this. I mean, you, uh, you had your notes filled out before me, and when I, I saw that they were plus 650, I was very surprised. I mean, it was definitely lower last year. And, uh, you know, granted, the MLB scene has changed, but Houston still has all the things that you want. I mean, they have the, they have the high-end pitching, and the lineup is, is phenomenal. I mean, I guess maybe people aren't as high on, like, someone like George Springer as they were a year or two ago. but Right, but now you got Bregman, who... Right. Bregman's he's maybe the he's definitely like a top five hitter in baseball, or at least in the American League. He's very very good. I mean, Altuve probably bounces back a little bit from last year, and uh, you mentioned Correa. So yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's a great bet. Uh, by the way, you know who they lost Marvin Gonzalez to? The Twinkies. The Twins, baby. <laughs> Just scooping winners. Yeah.
Can't wait for him to hit 240. Totally fine. <laughs> He'll guy. do it from seven different positions. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, my top wager, this is, this is my favorite bet. I actually really do like this. Uh, Daniel Murphy, former Met great, Daniel Murphy, to lead the league in hits plus 2,500, 25 to 1. I uh I was very shocked at these odds. Now, if you just look at like some of the things that you want in a guy to lead the league in hits, obviously it has to be a guy that's going to put the ball in play. So not only can he not strike out too much, he also probably shouldn't walk too much. And if you just look at you know some of the top guys in baseball who do that, obviously you have you know Altuve, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, uh, Yelich. But all those guys are priced like inside 15 to 1 in the odds. Uh, you know, meanwhile, Daniel Murphy Murph has, has been doing that for his whole career. I mean, his career strikeout plus walk percentage is 18.2%. <laughs> and he's been under that in three of his last four seasons. Opposite of a three true outcomes guy. A complete and total opposite. He is the anti-Jack Cust. <laughs> <laughs> um. And, you know, you got to run hot with the BABIP, obviously. Uh, but Murphy's kind of done that already. Like 2016 and 2017, he had BABIPs over 340. So Right, which you kind of would expect for a line drive hitter like Murphy. Exactly. So he already kind of does the things that you want in general. Obviously, last year he missed a bunch of games because he was uh, hurt. And I would say health is probably his biggest question mark. But now he's playing in cores, baby. And uh, Coors has the best hits park factor in baseball, uh, both from just like a raw hits perspective, but also in terms of Babbitt. So, you know, Murphy's getting a bump there. Uh, you know, a few more hits, obviously, one way or the other uh, that would have previously been outs. You know, maybe they go over the wall. Maybe they find a gap. You know, all of a sudden that we have, uh, you know, the hits that we need to win the bet. So, I, I mean, we're obviously wagering on some health. Um, but I think, you know, him versus a guy like Altuve, who's the favorite at plus 750, uh, who is regressing in my opinion, I, uh, I will take Dan and I will, I like these odds. I think 25 to one is, is very, very, very healthy. Yeah. My only question is where does he bat? Right. You know, like sure. if I knew he was going to get a top three spot in the lineup, um, I'd feel pretty good about that bet. If I knew he was going to be batting like six or seventh, uh, then I wouldn't feel so great. But that's why you're getting him at 2,500, right? Yeah. So uh, I do think that the odds are, are good that he will be, you know, maybe not in the three hole, but somewhere in that two to five range. Yeah. So, I mean, for what it's worth, Roto Champ is projecting him to hit second, basically replacing LeMahieu. Okay. Um, I mean, Who I, I believe has led the league in hits before. Correct. So I, I like that spot for him. I mean, if he has to beat out very average hitter David Dahl to take the second spot, I think he can do that. I have no problem with that. I mean, you probably want to keep, like, I don't know, maybe in my head I would want to split him between Arenado and Story just so you can go righty, lefty, righty. Sure. But at the same time, like, Ian Desmond, righty, he's got a bat somewhere, so... I don't know. It's definitely an interesting question. And uh, for sure, I think that if Murphy stays healthy, he should be getting better than 25 to 1. So I think that, um, yeah, that's a tasty little long shot future. 
Maybe I'll take one of these uh, free bets DK Sportsbooks throwing at me and, and throw it on one of those. Yeah, we cashed Vermont today, baby. Yeah, that was a great call. So it wasn't a great call. We got pretty lucky, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, hey, a win's a win. Cash Listen, the ticket. Yeah, we got lucky last year to open the tournament too, and then we got red hot. It's true. We rode Loyola like basically all the way to the Final Four. Yep. So uh, really excited for that. Uh, anything else you want to say about? you know, bets or just baseball in general before we uh, close. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll probably be back next week and maybe we can do a little bit of, of like a baseball primer there. But my one advice is piece of advice. If you haven't been on baseball before is just avoid the big favorites. You know, I know it's tempting to back, you know, the best pitchers in the league and the best teams in the league, but the real value in baseball comes from these like moderate dogs. Um, where you only have to win at, you know, like a 45% clip to be profitable. Um, you know, I'm obviously a Action Network employee. Uh, Sports Insights, part of Action Network, they have been crushing baseball for, you know, the past half dozen years by employing that strategy. Uh, I think last year was a little bit of a down year for them, but, you know, the years prior, they are, you know, consistently pushing, you know, plus 50 units on the year. So, uh, I think that, you know, if you like to bet contrarian and you don't mind, you know, going on a little bit of a losing streak, betting baseball can be very profitable. And it's definitely moved up the rankings for me in terms of sports that I like to bet on. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple of really good systems last year, I thought, with, uh, you know, the wind and uh, you mentioned the moderate dogs. Like, I, you know, you get, like you said, you got to be willing to ride out the losing streaks because they're going to happen. But Trust the process, baby. TTP. All right. That is going to do it for this edition of Laying the Points. Uh, like Matt said, we'll be back next week. Be sure to follow him on Twitter, at Matt LaMarca. Uh, and he did drop a, a really good NBA showdown piece today. So if you haven't checked that out and you're into NBA showdown, make sure you hit that up. Uh, give us the hits on iTunes, of course. You know, Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll be back next week. Peace. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.